This is JFM Podcast. Welcome back to the show. It's still Let's Talk on your super feel good radio station, J101.9 FM. And yes, that was Hustle and Hills, Paula and Soesi doing beautiful things in the community. And this morning we have um, a few issues to clarify today. And it has to do with the borrowing of the recent borrowing of the 15 billionaire loan by the Plata State Government. A lot of concerns have been raised. Um, a lot of people have said they don't subscribe to the borrowing. They are asking, where is the money coming from? Where are they borrowing from? How do they intend to repay back that loan? Concerned citizens of Plateau States are asking that question. And to give answer to that, this morning we have Mr. Peter Lambert, who is the Permanent Secretary, Ministry of Budget and Planning. A lovely morning to you and welcome to Thank the you, show. Thank you, Abigail. It's good to have you here. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Um, permit me to say, Baraka the Salah to you. Happy holidays. Of course, happy holidays to you too. Yes. Uh, well, let's let's begin the discussion. We know that for every country to um, survive or every any state to survive, there has to be borrowing at some point. Um, for Plateau State, um, which is like the home of peace and tourism, and a lot of people have wondered wondered in years apart from now, um, if the state has actually been generating revenue enough to be able to put the state in a comfortable position. And for your own end, uh, Mr. Lambert, how have we been faring when it comes to revenue generation as a state? Okay, thank you, Abigail. Well, good morning, uh, listener. The first thing to mention about uh, government is that some things are sacrosanct. Yeah. For instance... There's no government that can exist without funding. Of course. Good. Now, and then um, to give the dividends of democracy or to for any government, whether it's uh, military or democracy. or the democracy or any type of uh, democracy at all, it's sacrosanct that government must have funds to be able to operate and to be able to defend its nation and to do so many things. Now. The um, 2023 budget uh, is the basis for this borrowing. We were able to come up with uh, 149 billion as the approved appropriation for 2024. And if you carefully look into the components of this uh, budget, you will discover that um, there is a huge amount that is supposed to go for um, financing. Yes. 
now. That amount is about 25 billion naira. So, Plateau State Government will have to get that to balance up that budget. For, I mean, to balance this year's budget. So, whoever will be there or whoever is there to operate the activities of Plateau State will have to borrow 25 billion for this year to look into the affairs of the state. And that was included as part of um, financing of the budget for 2023. Okay. And if you look at um, the economy of the state itself, um, after the handing over to this uh, new administration, um, there were other things that were also sacrosanct. For instance, the payment of salaries to workers. Workers were on strike. and. Um, there is the basic need to get funding to ensure that workers resume. Workers from local government to the state uh, strike. Now, if you also look at what is happening in the state, the state of insecurity in Plateau State, it's not something that anyone can budget for. And this has refused to stop. Consistently, every day, um, Plateau people lose their lives and properties. And for a new government that came to power, there is also need to rejit the 2023 budget to look into the priorities of government for this new administration. And therefore, the elements within the budget must have to shift to areas of priority. And even when those areas are shifted to, I mean, when these uh, estimates are shifted to areas of priority, you have to look at uh, the funding because budget itself is not all about expenditure. It's a, it's a two-legged um, um, organism where it grows, it matures, and it provides um, other solutions. And therefore, the revenue of the state must have to be looked at. Yeah. And if you look at um, the post-pandemic of the COVID-19, you see that uh, Plateau State is yet to recover from a lot of things. A lot of things happened. Uh, the whole economy of the country went down. And then if you look at... Um, Historically, the Nigerian economy itself, since independence, uh, let's say um, from the last regime, um, uh, 19, from 1979, for instance, before uh, the then military government of um, General Obasanjo handed over to the Shagari regime, the indebtedness or foreign debt of Plateau State, I mean of the country itself, um, stands about uh, $4 billion, just $4 billion then. But um, by the time the Shagari regime left the administration, the indebtedness of, of the country was around $20 billion. And um, of course you know that now that um, uh, the uh, former president, uh, Buhari, just left uh, the position of the presidency in 2022, our debt is about $25 trillion. So all this must also be serviced. And this administration must also service the indebtedness or the liabilities of Plateau State. As you continue to give dividends to the people, there must be a balance. And uh, the new administration intends to um, take on uh, existing projects. You know, gov gov uh, government or governance is a continuum. Yes. And um, there are some projects that are almost at the 11th tower and they need to be completed. And the state of the account of the Plateau State does also need to have that immediately to have dividends of democracy to the people. Mm. 
And if you could recall um, how the governor went around, or government went around the crisis-prune areas from Mangu to Bacchus to Barakeladi, Riom, and just south. Um, there is need, because of the raining season, to immediately make um, the grassroots go back to the farms. And um, the uh, state government declared that the, the, one of the moves to enable farmers go back to their farms is to provide fertilizers at a heavily subsidized rate so that uh, farmers will have the courage to go back to their farms and continue with their activities, their day-to-day -day activities. And also, if you look at the rains are in, and there is need to look at some roads. Remember that His Excellency has also declared um, st uh, partially state of emergency on sanitation. Yes. And there is need to also evacuate wastes that will cause more harm to the environment uh, during the rains. Mm. If these uh, uh, areas are not taken care of, the menace will be so much that um, we might be faced with... Uh, emergency on ecological or environment, emergency on security, emergency on almost everything, education. Uh, workers are on strike, you're aware, yes. from local government to the state. Mm -hmm. And part of the plight of workers is to have their salaries paid. paid. Mm -hmm. So um, overnight, uh, there is need to have a form of rescue mission or For what this. we call redemption from these uh, areas to have workers, first of all, go back. Okay, and um, to also uh, continue with projects, and to also take care of the agricultural industry in the state. All right. So this will force anyone to go into loan. Loans, loans themselves or debt themselves, they are not bad at all. It just depends on the thinking and the understanding of our, what returns they bring. So the the, the the governments. Um, like we recently heard, the, go the governor also spoke this morning. The loans were taken because there was an 11 billion naira, 11 billion naira um, debt for unpaid salaries. Yes. Um, a loan of 15 billion was taken. Yes. For the average listener out there, the budget for salaries this year, at least from the first budget, the one approved, was around 77 billion 650 million budget budget for um, recurrent expenditures this Correct. year. Now. If 11 billion for general to me, are we saying that is it for every ministry or are they select ministries that were owed this 11 billion? That is my first question. Okay. The second question is the extra 4 billion, what was it supposed to be used for since 11 billion was meant for you know the uh, backlog of salaries not paid before? Okay. Um, yes, you're correct. About 77 billion is for the recurrent expenditure for this year, and 57 for the capital expenditure. Now, the 77 is broken this way. About 40 billion is for the personnel costs, and the balance of the 30 something is for the um, overhead cost. Uh, you know that um, government must also take care of its day-to-day -day activity apart from the payment of salaries mm -hmm. and pensions. So, uh, included in that amount is also the payment of uh, uh, liabilities. It's also a recurrent expenditure. Okay. So, uh, liabilities, day-to-day um, -day running of governance and personnel costs, which is also day-to-day -day running of gov governance, would take up that $77 billion. Now, the composition, uh, like His Excellency has mentioned, 
is that uh, the indebtedness for workers is 11 billion mm. and then going for um, 15 billion gives us a balance of 4 billion and 4 yeah. billion will be for the part of the um, provision of emergency for fertilizers and okay. also for the completion of some ongoing projects in the state where the state has placed some priorities on some you know inter local government links where they we need to connect most especially the gov government has seen the, necess the, the necessity of connect i mean the necessary move to connect most of the crisis areas um, for instance the uh Bisichi, Mongu um, roads, and also the um, Meango Junction VOM to reduce pressure uh, going to Maraban Jamal, which is a good move to open up those rural areas that uh, majorly attacks take place. And then to also take care of the increase in the subsidy that His Excellency wants to give succor to the farmers who have run away from their homes mm. to return by providing uh, fertilizer. I still hope the rainy seasons are not yet too far. We're still within June. They could still go back to their farms and rescue what they can from their farms and continue with that sukkah to enable us to have um, some livelihood after mm -hmm. the rainy season. Okay. And the balance of the $4 billion definitely should go to that. All right. I wanted to ask you, um, yes, the, the breakdown of all of this and what it's supposed to use for, beautiful. Um, I'm sure that um, our listeners are listening to that. But a lot of concerns around yes. it, and I would try to point out a few if you could give answers to that. Now, one of the concerns is where are they borrowing this money from? Two, I will list it down so you can just answer um, at the spite of time. So one, where are they borrowing this morning from? Two, how do they intend to pay back this loan? And three, the third question. Okay, I will allow you to answer those two first before I okay, give you the third question. question. Okay, first of all, the lo this loan, um, uh, to secure this loan, to obtain this loan or access this loan, the move by the state government or that... Um, all the banks in the state were invited. Okay. You know, you have to lay this for due process. You have to invite all the banks from the state and then mention your position that you're in need of certain funds so that uh, they compete within themselves mm. for the best um, option okay. will be the choice for government. And after that, uh, all the banks that were invited, I think all the banks in the state were invited for a conference and that was late for them to consider and make their submission for due process, and then some uh, some of them, their um, offers were not palatable for the state government, mm. while some have a, a good position to facilitate, and then that is part of the bidding that took place to, for fairness, not to be selective. Mm. And then um, one of the banks, of course, made an offer. One must be the one to be selected, or the amount can be split into several portions for relative um, advantage, but a single bank was selected to have so, that. So a single bank is the one funding the 11 billion? Yes, 11. What's 15, 15 billion? No, 15, no, 15 billion. billion. Okay. What bank is that? 
okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just asking. You so know, uh, for uh, we will have that published by next week. Okay, okay. so, so in, just in so because I think one of the things we've tried to establish yes. that government communicates with its people so that they know and and they know what exactly is happening in the state, so that they are actually involved in everything going on. And then the second question, and which is a concern that I ask, yes. how does the government intend to pay back this loan? Okay, um, um, most of the banks um, had offered a tenure of two years, some three years, some four years to pay back the loan. Most of them considered the duration of uh, all the tenure of the administration to ensure that when they give anything, it doesn't spill into another administration. Yes, and get so it. the condition maybe could be the best choice was for three years to ensure that this administration clears that um, debt before uh, leaving. And uh, the uh, conditions attached to it, maybe three years, and then the percentage offered, yes. at least some banks offered less than 30%. And you know that when you go for even a personal loan from banks, no bank will give you any loan for less than 30%. Mm. We are lucky. Some banks offered less than less than so, even 25%. So, so this loan, we are paying an interest of 20% or more? Yes, less than 25%. Okay. Yes, um, that's very good. Yes. Okay, it's very good. Yes. Now, going forward, um, workers has been on strike, which yes. means that the state's revenue has either stagnated or it has dropped significantly. With the workers hopefully returning to work soonest, how far can the state cover for the lapses in revenue generation? And is there a possibility that at the end of the year, the budget um, proposition, the amount we hope to get from IGR, we will get it? Or have we fallen so far behind that we most likely would not get the IGR for this year and have to you know, spill over to next? Okay, like I said, um, the state government is intending to rejeat the economy. First of all, you, you agree with me that um, the new government pleaded with workers to return to work. Even when, he's, when the governor or his excellency gave his word that uh, returning to work will be the best for workers so that the um, other activities pick up after the election. You know, naturally, it's not a plateau thing. It's a national thing that um, in every state today, um, as an election year, most uh, government activities uh, uh, key towards the election, election, election. Yeah. So the economy tends to pick up immediately after inauguration of new government. So we are also part of that kind of system. You see, from January, February, anywhere you go, you will see issue of elections coming up. And most of these uh, election matters are not economic matters. They are basically political matters. And with that, and with the currency problem, the circulation of... Um, uh, money within the economy of the country itself. There was a slow movement. There was a snail movement around the economy. So, um, but now, with what has happened after all the jamboree for election, now the winners have taken over power and they are trying to rejig the economy. And the 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 difference is that uh, in this in this state, uh, government is on 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 their toes to ensure that. Um, Workers return to work because the disadvantage is that not only state workers, local government workers are on strike. And you see, there's a huge slowdown on uh, the economy. Currently, the changes in government will also bring up uh, new 
management within the uh, Internal Revenue Service hmm. Agency. Okay. And we believe that uh, with return of workers, probably next week or so, when all things are equal, because um, government intends to complete uh, some conditions of labor to ensure that uh, they resume um, soonest. With that and with um, the provision of fertilizer and with um, the increase in security measures to ensure that uh, a lot of things are done to make people feel safe within the, to make the citizen feel safe within the economy, a lot of economy activities will pick up. So there's a possibility that we might meet our agile targets by the end of the year? Yes, there's no um, fear. We Not can here. still meet up with a chunk of it okay. because um, some revenues are also seasonal and we're about to approach some seasons for, you know, tuition and other things are paid seasonally. Yeah. So by September or from July, August and September, um, uh, some institutions will receive their school fees. The economy will pick up from that. And then from the first harvest after the rainy season is by September. There will be some flow of agricultural products in Mm. the markets that will also pick up the economy. And then um, the rainy seasons must have been uh, a bit low. And, you know, that also leads to some other construction work to take up. So we'll have that. So um, last question for for me is 11 billion for workers. Have they started getting their salaries or we have to wait till a while? Secondly, one of the, um, I don't know, this you have to clarify to, um, to us here, that the state government hadn't gotten the federal allocation you know, for the month of May. But recently I heard that the allocation has been released. Has the state gotten it? If it has, um, would it help in speeding up the process first of paying workers, which obviously is the main point of the, of the, of the loan, and what other, I'm, I'm, I like to use the word quick fixes that the government yeah. puts it in place, especially when it comes to the economy. You talked about fertilizers, but that obviously would have to wait for a while. Yes. What quick fixes are the government putting in place to ensure that the economy picks, you know, picks up uh, momentum as soon as possible to first ensure that the people, you know, don't suffer as much as they normally would because of the whole fuel crisis and going forward from there? Yes, government is um, having a, a solid... Uh, uh, consideration of workers and therefore government and labor have met and devoted the entire uh, FAC uh, revenue for May that is paid uh, into the treasury of the state to be committed completely to payment of salaries to ensure that at least workers... Was it payment for next month? No, it's payment for March. For March? Yes. So the 11 billion was for which, which month or which month then? 11 billion initially was at the point of inauguration. Okay. where uh, January salaries were cleared and part of February salaries. Now, the, the remaining part for February has been cleared. And what we have now, then the discussion with labor was for balance of February and also payment of entire March salaries. And we're still on that. Government is still on that. So the revenue that will come in for, from FAC will be dedicated completely to the payment of uh, salaries, and that is for March, which will start next week or over the weekend. Then for April, May, and June? Ap- April, May, and June will come partly from, probably, probably from the loan. So the loan has not been received yet, has it? Yes, that is why government is um, pushing forward. You can see government has been proactive about it. The House of Assembly 
received the request from His Excellency to um, approve the, the uh, to, to approve uh, the collection of that assessing of that loan. Mm. The House of Assembly graciously, I think, approved that. So the move to secure the funds, you know, 15 billion, naturally, when people, when the citizen hears 15 billion, you assume in, that in bag, in Ghana the whole go. Ghana was going to be 15 billion. Some of these things can come in splits. Okay. okay. You understand. And access to it, you know, basically some of it are electronic. So mm. government can access how to go about it. And that's why I'm saying that sometimes uh, debt itself is not a negative thing, but it's a matter of thinking. If you use your loans well, you'll be able to solve a lot of problems that will damage you in the future now, and then later you pay back. Mm -hmm. uh, before we, we open the phone lines for our listeners to be a part of the conversation, moving forward, um, because of the peculiarity of Plateau State and what we're very well known for, yes. are there other strategies or other ways in which uh, the state intends to make revenue? Okay, yes, of course. Um, the plan of um, this administration mm. is to intensively look at the, first of all, leakages mm. in the revenue. Okay. You know, that really um, is huge. Secondly, I'm, I'm aware that um, the state government intends to also look at the informal sector that has a huge uh, revenue that has not been properly announced. So... Uh, the government intends to look into the uh, informal side. Look, I look at the whole of um, just terminals and book room markets. Mm. The huge informal revenue that has um, been carried up and down. Nobody is really, I mean, government is really drawing some formulas on how to reorganize the market to be able to obtain revenue. Because hawkers um, are footloose. If you stop somebody from Amadou Beloe Axis from hawking, he will move to Mutala Mohammed. Definitely. But once the area is organized, first of all, by cleaning up the, the, the terminals markets mm. and ensuring that um, those who are hawking are, are confined to a place, those who are paying their, for their shops will also sell mm. because most of the hawkers are also depriving those who are yeah. paying rentage in shops mm. to be able to obtain uh, sales. So you have to organize the, the, the informal sector uh, correctly, which has a huge revenue, than even the formal sector. But right now, we are just basically um, obtaining what we can as a government from the formal sector. The informal sector will be the next target for this administration. All right. All right. Thank you for that. Um Clarity. Uh, we'll open the phone lines right now for you to be a part of the conversation. 90 or 081-218-77777. And be a part of the conversation on our social media platform on Facebook as facebook.com forward slash JFMJOS and off Twitter at JFMJOS. And we're asking you, are you in support of the government borrowing to pay salaries? Given the peculiarity of the situation, do you support the early borrowing by the new administration given the debt profile of the state already? And what other areas in the loan would you like clarity on? So head on to our social media platform and drop in your comments there. We'll open the phone lines right now and you can be a part of the show. Hello, good morning. Hello, Abigail and America and the Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? It's Israel from Shaba. All right, Israel, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I don't have any issue with loans. As long as 
it is dedicated towards uh, a specific goal. Mm. And in this case, it's salary. It's clear that they had issue with salary and the loan was going to be fully dedicated to paying off the uh, backlog of salaries. Mm. But the challenge now is in the future. Now you are collecting loans to pay salaries that were not paid. But what we ought to have asked is, how did you get to this stage? Why was it not, why was the government not able to pay those salaries? And does it mean that when these salaries are paid, mm. the allocations that are going to be coming, are they sure it's going to take care of the future salaries that won't come back to this issue? Mm. And the question I want to ask the guests is, what plans do they have to also consider other uh, citizens who are not uh, uh, civil servants who need infrastructure, who need other things that makes uh, that, that, that makes uh, the democratic function well. What plans do they have to is it that everything that comes to the state is completely dedicated to salary? Civil, civil servant to salary. Uh, so mm. I think well, going forward, it should be probably, uh, based on percentage. You don't have to take everything that you get and pay salaries alone. In a form of salary is very good. Mm. But there has to be a plan where a certain percentage of the resources that comes to the state is dedicated for infrastructure. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for your contribution. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. All right, do well to call us back. Hello, good morning. Good morning, my presenter. Morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you? Shaloki from? from Bukulokos. Shaloki, go ahead. Our guest, good morning to you. Uh, I want to advise mm. and I want to ask some questions too. Okay. Let me let me start with the issue of uh, questions. Okay. I'm not satisfied with the budget. Well, as current expenditure, with only 50 something billion naira, I want to ask you to this is a developing state. Are you getting my point? Mm. You look at the expenses you have. 32 for the calculation. About 34, 34 billion dollars is for salary of workers. The 40 something that remains is too much for the government. We are talking about reduction of cost of governance. Are you getting my point? Yeah, that's So if we go back to drawing board mm. and reduce cost of governance to reduce the expenses. All right. That is one. Two, issue of dental uh, revenue. Remember, before the government of Lalon left, yes. the, revenue, the revenue chairman told us that the seven billion naira. You push to invite the revenue chairman of Latu State, the former revenue chairman, mm. uh, to give account of that seven billion naira. Because right. that seven billion naira, you to pay salary, at least you not, that seven naira, that seven billion naira, if you want for 11 billion naira, you will have a small money. Are you getting my point? Yes. Mm. So all those people who have looted money, they should be invited. All because right. this money I borrow now, fifteen billion naira. It's not just to borrow. It's it's very. It's, it's, you have to look for it to pay it. Mm. And to improve your IGR. All right. Look into area of transportation. All you right. go to Tamilos and Bukuru. You see buses paying fifteen naira. Go to other states. They are going to pay to union. Union should be banned. Mm. Let's say government and send transport and service the commerce and to collect this money. All that right. That's what I do in those states. In that those states, they don't. <laughs> All right. Mm. Every month. All right. Uh, hello. Yes, sh- go what? ahead. Well, you have to wrap up your thoughts for us quickly because of our time. Yes, we can hear you. Yeah, what you need to do now is to build water parks, put your staff of transport, 
Minister of Transport, I collect this revenue every month. Hundred naira, every every fifty naira. They are going to get money. Mm. This standard market, let it be uniform and collect a tax from the trader. Right. I think to do that, to get a lot of idea from participants. Mm. May God help us and yeah. God bless you. Bless you too. So Thank much. you for your contribution. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your yeah. name and where are you Comrade calling us Martin from? Comrade Patrick Okorokrafos, my name. Calling from Blue Basement Center here, Angola. Go ahead. Okay. So we're working on the theory of local government and that's what you have in your locality. It will help us. All this is so buru-buru, around Babuja, combat. It doesn't make sense. Now look at the number of unemployed. Yesterday, I think Sipa was saying that 101 million Nigerians to be according to World Bank and the Senate. Yeah. This is this. We have everything we need in this country. But because of selfishness, I grant indigenous and non-indigenous, that is what is killing Nigeria. Look, the way we are moving, we are not, so we are not thinking about the future. That is why when I see the youth jumping from the professor, that start laughing. Sit down and know exactly what you want, I think, as much as possible. To be independent, not be sure of this whole book. We are not anything we will try to. We have to be very careful. Every day, go man will be dictating. We need to sit down and make what you do. We don't want to do it. Well, may God bless us in this country. Good morning. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much for that. Hello, good morning. All right, do well to call back 09055666699 or 08121877777 and www.facebook.com for slash JFM Joss and off Twitter at JFM Joss. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. All right, do well to call us back. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. All right, zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine or zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Hello, good morning. All right, we're having a bit of an issue with the network, but you can do well to call us back so we can hear you clearly. The number still to call zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. All zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven, and head on to our social media platform www.facebook.com for slash JFM Joss and off Twitter at JFM Joss. Hello, good morning. And please, you have to help us speak up so we can hear you clearly. Hello. Okay, yeah, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you now loud and clear. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Okay, my name is Putin. I'm calling from Standard. All right, go ahead. Yeah, the outgoing government left over getting to 300 billion and it's in for in salary. So I don't think it will be all point if the present government, the committee that decide to go after what they borrow the money for, what they use the money for. Mm. So that the new government will be able to stand because you cannot build a house on nothing. Mm. If there is no foundation, can you go and build up uh, can you go and start from two story up mm-hmm. if there is no uh, first story down, did mm. the ground first. So it's not a wish on they should go after them, ask them what they do with the money that they borrow. Because they are late about 100 and something, then they came and had almost 200 million to eat, and they are still holding salary. Mm. And my uh, question that I want to ask the case in the house and also to the present government everything should not be lying on the Sego Saban, Sego Saban. Plateau State should be taken out of Sego Saban State so that the state will be developed. All those things that you see that they are called so called Sego Saban State, they are not developed. Sego Saban, you go to work how many hours from 8 to 4 o'clock. And some of them, you see the other mango trip, uh, breaking mellow, going around sitting there and digesting. At the end, what are they producing? Mm. The people that bring money to the state, go to Lagos, go to Port Harcourt, Abuja, uh, Kanu, 
Lake Aduna, all those states you see that they are top state in, in Nigeria, mm. all those states they are state that they are non civil servant state. When they have industry, the individual, the people that are there, the individual people work, raise other things, not only depend on go to office and go and see them after three hours, DBI will pursue people with the fly on top of people, cab uh, bonnet on the road, going around locking people with the name of collecting tax. They should take the city, take the two states out of that civil servant state. Let we, some of us that we are not a good but let us also benefit. Mm. The people that drive KK, other people, let's see one day security. And I want to tell finally to the governor, yeah. the first thing I want him to do is Operation Rainbow will come back. If people pay Segosa and the whole of their salary, if there is no peace, they will not be able to go to work. Mm. They will still be going to be, be, to be losing. Yeah. So let him, first of all, the money will go there as they consider the people that sit at home, the Segosa band. The major money of that, the stock money of that money should go into, into security, particularly Operation Rainbow. Mm. Let them come back, all those people in the bid that the Commission of Police cannot get intelligence, that they are coming to attack, but they can get intelligence about locking, about the uh, uh, House of Assembly and all the local government from IG. Let the, let the governor that is on the ground take the security first. Right. And by the time the security is not, everything will be in peace. Because the, the so-called Nigeria security, they are only after locking local government and the state assembly. No, right. they are in the bush. Mm. Thank you so much for your contribution. We'll head on to social media and take a few comments. All right, on social there. media. Facebook, Dimas Bella says, how can you generate money to fund your budget when the working force are on strike, when the workforce is on strike, rather? Because of lack of payment, therefore, the option of borrowing $15 billion to pay workers so that they can resume work and generate money to implement budgets is sacrosanct and justifiable. In fact, Dimas Bella says he advocates for more loans to bring back Operation Rainbow. Please, Operation Rainbow is not, it's not um, defunct. It's still working. It's part of the budget. I, it, maybe it's not as effective, but they are still, um, they are still there. Kevin Lewis Denshak says, in our opinion, it is better for government to borrow to pay salaries and for infrastructure development other than borrowing to share for the venerable in the name of so-called social investment program. It will be rewarding if the state's government tries to reconstruct the terminals markets in Marabad and Jama, while the old sites should be used as parking space and also the new Josh Stadium should be complete, completed for more internal revenue to be generated. Sunday Moses Evi Evi says the government have borrowed 15 billion naira or they want to borrow 15 billion because of the government have because if the government have already borrowed we should start seeing effective measures in the areas of paying salaries addressing insecurities and so much more Kanayo Joseph Eze says absolutely borrowing is never wrong since it will be channeled rightly for salary payments in order to bring back workers to the office but sincerely speaking government must do more in terms of creating conducive more Markets in order to generate good revenue, selling on the major routes must stop, he says. Comrade Dawaz Longard says, I think we have no option other than borrowing because the past administration uh, made things very difficult for the new government to start in the right direction. But let the past administration be seriously investigated, he says, because there are many things we the citizens would like to know. Let us continue to pray for peace. Albert Akaya Dagza says, in as much as I don't support the borrowing by the government to pay salaries, I don't see them. I don't see any other options. The only effect we have this, the only effect this will have on Plateau is that we will remain in debt for as long as we can until salvation miraculously comes from somewhere. Nonetheless, the government can intensify efforts on tax collection to aid the financing of the state. He and his cohorts, he says, needs to be innovative to redeem the state from the bondage of debt. Peter Bali says, I don't encourage the borrowing of loans. However, 
I am of the opinion that the government should look into other means of generating revenues to implement their budgets rather than going for loans. Even though there is nothing bad in borrowing, if only it can be channeled into the right sector of the economy. OG Godwin says, I have never met um, Honorable Caleb, but I have been supporting him all the way. I believe he knows what he's doing. It is clear that we have no idea what the past government did during their tenure. My only worry now is that the allocations coming to the states, will it be able to clear the loan? Will the state be able to generate enough revenue to help clear the loan, he says? And Sarah Jacquet says, borrowing for production is good, but borrowing for consumption is what I'm against. Most of the state and local government workers are unproductive. I wonder where the state government will source for funds to service the debt. Governments can't continue to use money being generated from taxpayers for building infrastructure, hospitals, for payments of salaries. He says, or she says rather, I advise the government to cost, cut the cost of governance offload unproductive, unqualified workers, bringing energetic, qualified, and digital individuals to be able to make things happen. And before we go, if um, Mr. Peter Lamba has final, yes. final thing to say before we wrap up the show. Well, uh, let me mention this, mm. that even the, uh, the most advanced economies of the world, Buru, United States is one of the most indebted nations in the world, but their resources are channeled correctly, and that is why they keep borrowing they borrow enough from China and other countries. And if you look at the budget of the United States government, maybe for 2022, <clearly> it's about um, $7 trillion. I show you that almost 50% of that amount is for payment of uh, our workers in the country and other social um, transfers. Uh, just a little is used for capital because the private sector in the United States uh, is so it's working. It's functioning. They yeah. can at any time develop any structure they want. Mm. But looking at our state in ten you know, seconds, sir, so yes, that we can yes. we can go. The borrowing is necessary because of the insecurity and also the money making machine of government, which is the civil service, is on strike. So whatever we're talking about revenue, we should also talk about resuming the resumption of the civil service back to their offices to generate the revenues that are required. We want to thank you so much, Mr. Peter Lamberbot, for coming on the show. Thank you you so much for making us a part of your morning. This was Let's Talk on your Super Feel Good radio station. And from um, a quick one, there will be sanitation on Saturday. Compulsory sanitation on Saturday. Okay, Friday, civil servants um, is on Friday. Yes. While for the local governments, I think I think generally on Saturday is from seven to ten ten. AM on Saturday. It's the general, 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 general sanitation. sanitation. Yes. Then for Friday, all government offices. So please, Saturday, make sure you stay and clean your environment. We all want to right. thank you so much for making us a part of your morning. Do enjoy your holiday and stay safe. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.